Hello? Hey. You hear me? Yeah. Good. It's very early for you, right? Yeah, I woke up pretty early. <laughs> and then you sent me the crazy, crazy profile of that woman we talked about. Uh-huh. It's like, in, it's really insane. Can you read a little out of out of it, like to, uh, uh, about the lovemaking and all that stuff? I think it's okay. unbelievable. <laughs> it's just completely unbelievable. We have uh, taken the recording and put it at the end of the episode. So when the episode's over, if you want to hear what we were talking about, stick around and I read the profile. But it's way too long to just put at the beginning of an episode so the episode continues i thought this was fake but i don't know at the same time so anyway yeah but look that fits to the to the news from yesterday where you, uh, the, there was a trump rally where people thought that uh jfk jr comes back you know the the one the one kennedy who who uh, 20 years ago died in an airplane crash and uh, so the rumor was he will uh, reappear, and uh, but he didn't. Yeah, of uh, because he is dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, but that is the thing that, but that is where we are right now, right? So, and if you read that, what that woman writes, um, it's uh, it's insanity poor. I mean, you you really hope that uh, whatever uh, people in Tom Jones. Uh, cult or exists or whatever uh, Keys Rainier, Scientology all that cult who existing uh, uh, almost having it more together uh, uh, as uh, the average person now <laughs> I mean they are like completely out of it Ugh. you know and we had there was a great write up this week on in the Washington Post where they did like basically a minute-by-minute minute reconstruction of the January 6th uh, invasion of the Capitol. And um, Trump really didn't stop anything. He he heated it up. He loved it. He wanted that they take over uh, with violent force that Capitol and whatever, shoot everybody and make him king of America. Yeah. You know, if, if, the, if the law enforcement would, would switch sides, he would totally be the happiest uh, uh, dictator ever. Well, that's what makes and, him a fucking hypocrite is that I bet when they find those files, the reason why he's trying to block them is because they say he was waiting to see what was going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. He wanted to see if he can win. And then as usual, when he recognized he is losing, uh, then he acts like he has nothing to do with it. He has nothing to do with his companies, with tax fraud in his companies, with bankruptcy of his hotels, or the Trump Towers who failed, like the Trump Tower in Toronto or Vancouver, who are demolished. Basically, the Trump sign is gone and it, 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 the buildings were sold. Uh, and all that stuff, uh, then he always... Uh, uh, doesn't want to do but doesn't want to have anything to do with it right but uh, before he's all in yeah. and i mean uh, uh, it, it's it's crazy it's really crazy and, and you know what? Uh, if you think about the way that he treats cops he's actually kind of insulting towards them because he tries to say that the cops at the capitol on january 6th 
are like fake cops, you know? That's what he's trying to say because mm. they didn't follow his narrative. So he's trying oh, to- he Also, he, he, said, he said the Antifa that he brought it up, <laughs> right? When he, when he felt uh, uh, they will not overturn the election, he uh, started uh, Twittering with his pawns basically uh, that they, they were just having caps on MAGA caps, whatever, but in reality, they were just the Antifa. Yeah, I, I think that people need to challenge themselves to be smarter than the dummies that Trump makes them out to be. Because, I mean, people need to be able to challenge some of his information. He's not some all-knowing deity, even though I know they want it seen that way. It's like, it does the Republicans and just all these people a disservice to think that they're unable to see through the lies. True. But as you see in an investigation in the in the Congress, uh, they still don't take the gloves off. Yeah. You know, if you want to take the gloves off, why is then Steve Bannon not arrested when he refused to uh, uh, testify? Yeah. You know, he had a court order. So, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, and then nothing has ever consequences. And you saw in the election, what state flip Virginia or what, like a typical democratic state is now the governor turned into uh, is a Republican. And um, I think the Democrats losing ground because they don't have huge victories. Yeah. Well, you know, like people that is, is are trying to rework the system so it works in their favor now. Yeah, exactly. Like it's always easier to come from the uh, to be not governing and, and you know and just sit there and say, look, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Nothing gets better. Nothing gets better. So uh, and it's the thing. It's like the the Glasgow climate conference is basically over with uh, minor commitments. Uh, they're all far in the future. So Biden's revolutionary kind of climate change, we have a state of emergency, is not really handled like a state of emergency. You know, I mean, a state of emergency means like you do something right away, like what we did with COVID. Uh, and But that doesn't happen. So every every industrial nation keeps going with the same shit they did before. But of course, they want to be climate neutral or whatever neutral in, in 15 years, in 20 years, in 30 years, in 50 years. Like the nature cares. I mean, what they don't get is the nature has no watch. It's like for the nature, it doesn't really matter that we have a calendar. Yeah, so it's just, it happens now or, it, uh, or not. The, the, the nature just keeps moving forward uh, in a bad way. You know, when, the, when Bolsonaro said he will stop till 2030, the illegal uh, cutting off the, the trees in the Amazon rainforest, but the legal cutting off of the rainforest continues. So he, yeah. he basically uh, committed only that the illegal, uh, 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 like cutting off trees uh, stops, but not the legal. And 90% is, of course, legal licensed from like farms so that they can have more uh, grass for, for deer, uh, for, for cows and whatever, you know, for, for meat production, for oil, like the palm oil production, whatever, you know. So it's 
that is all half-ass bullshit. So it, it will not change uh, 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 anything. And um, so, so we continue with this. And, and it's, it's, you know, it's this kind of like uh, what I want to say is like Biden doesn't really had a breakthrough success. Yeah. You know, getting the uh, new health reform, everybody has free health care, whatever. Like he needs to do some bold moves that everybody sees he really changes the politics. Instead, they're suing Texas for the abortion law. They, uh, they're suing Florida for the mask law, whatever, right? So means like they are in lawsuits against states yeah. instead of govern the United States of America uh, with like massive uh, federal reforms. Uh-huh. You know, that is the thing. It's like... Uh, no, yeah, it's it's very disappointing. Now in Germany, the new government is still not uh, in power, so they they uh, right now have a little trouble forming that new government because the Green Party and the Liberal Party are fighting exactly about the climate change issue, and the Liberal Party doesn't want to do massive climate change adjustments. And the Green Party has to, because if they go in the government and then nothing gets done, they lose all their voters. So, and I'm really curious to see how it all turns out. And in the next, uh, in the next two months, they said December 5, the new government will get sworn in. And then Merkel finally uh, can move to her little house back to Eastern Germany, where she came from. So, I mean, uh, uh, it's really, um, yeah, in, interesting to see that nothing really moved forward and nothing really works. And over all of this, look at the numbers. If you put CNN up today, Germany has massive, massive corona infections again. Oh, yeah. And U.S. too, right? So, but, but, but because I think what really is going on is um, we had yesterday 37,000 new infections. So that was the highest per day infection rate ever. So now think about it. You have 67% of the Germans are vaccinated. It's similar to a double vaccinated. It's similar to U.S. Like you basically have one third of the population who are so in conspiracy theories that you will not get them vaccinated. They will just not do it. Yeah. You know, so they will just not do it. And now you can have higher infection rates, even if 70% of the population are basically almost protected. So what does that mean? Uh, I think that means crystal clear that the, the virus is uh, uh, like changing is getting more infectious and uh, we have to adjust the vaccines also. We need all the booster shots coming or we're totally fucked. I think the virus is, is way more uh, 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 contagious now as it was in the beginning. I wish these fucking people would wake the fuck up and just get it because I'm so tired of this, you know? It's like, it's not going to kill yeah. you. So just fucking get it. So this can all be over already. Jesus Christ. It's like Look they talk, they talk yeah, about okay. whiners. Jesus. Yeah, they took, took a look at uh, A, they have now with Merck, Merck Pharma, that pill. 
So you can, if you have it, you take that pill and you don't get a, a, a bad corona in 90% of the cases. So now that pill gets uh, in Britain, first state who allowed that pill is Britain. For me, a miracle why we are not all allowing it right away because what can be wrong, right? So, and then if a pill would exist, what could basically, if you catch corona, block that you get completely fucked up and you have to go in the ICU. What's the problem then with Corona? I mean, what, what is then actually the problem? Then we should just deleting it out of the news and don't also don't count anything anymore. No more tests. Like just forget it. The only tests we have to do then is if you enter the ICU because you cannot breathe, then you have to quick check if it's Corona. If it's Corona, boom, they give you the pill. Yeah, but how effective is this pill and how much fucking money does it cost? <laughs> yeah, but, but that depends also how many you order. Yeah, right? I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know how much. Uh, I can Google it right now. Because, like, why would you want to wait until you got infected to do it? Why, why would you wait for it to get that far? That's the problem with the pill is that even though it works... It's going to just be another reason why people will be like, I don't need the jab, you know, like, fuck you. <laughs> no, but look, I'm on the Merck website. So the, the, the antiviral molnupiravir pill reduced the risk of hospitalization or death by 50%. 50%. Uh, 50%. That's so. still 50-50, man. No, no. Uh, I, look, I still want that everybody gets vaccinated. But yeah. we talk here about the fact that every single country where QAnon and fake news are existing has at least 20% of the adults who will not get vaccinated only if you shoot them in the head and vaccinate them. <laughs> no, but they will just not do it. Yeah. They will, they will lose their jobs before they get vaccinated. That woman what did the, from, the, from the Tinder side, what you were talking about, she would die before she gets a vaccination, I tell you. Yeah, she's fucking hot as fuck, but I don't know. She's Looney Tunes, man. <laughs> no, you're, you're, it's not like I don't know. No, you know for fact that she's out of it. Oh, yeah. That was funny. Time I mean... she wants, look, she has a 10-year-old son, and I don't know what he's doing when you have to love her for hours every single day in tantra love positions. <laughs> what, what she what, she wrote that. She wrote that. And you, you think like... Yeah, I don't think we got that far, but yeah, she's just talking about fucking yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah I know. then you have your whatever that ten years old boy comes from school. Hey, mom, oh, you are in the lotus position with your new lover every fucking day for two or two and a half hours. How 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 many times you could actually do that? You know, after three days, you would call it quit. You would say like, I'm sorry, but I mean, it's just like I just cannot handle it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like for hours and hours. So, uh, yeah, but the pill from Mac is not replacing the, the uh, uh, vaccine. Yeah, it's, it's like extra whatever coverage. It's, yeah, and, and I think everybody who is like on his last leg going to the ICU, finally recognizing all the corona is only the flu or corona is not existing, they will at latest in the ICU agree to take basically the pill after. You know? So, and uh, uh, I, I don't think they will, they will say no to the pill when they actually have it. 
Yeah, but if they were actually afraid of like the if they were truly afraid of the effects of the jab and that was their reason why, then why would they be such hypocrites to be like, okay, it's a pill format. That's fine. You know, like suddenly they're okay with it. It's because they they're too much of a wuss to get a shot. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> yeah, no, I know it's 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 insane. But I agree what you said. Everybody should get it too because uh, you saw there were statistics in Africa where basically nobody got really like whatever only ten percent of the population got vaccinated. They run through it and have has the the, the quota of deaths is way lower as in Europe or North America. Uh-huh. And I think that that has to do with um, maybe they're healthier, not so much diabetes, not so much like, you know, like, I mean, maybe there are actually uh, uh, overall have a stronger immune system. So they didn't get so many bad, bad COVIDs. And then in Denmark, they let it run. In Denmark, are no regulations anymore. So uh, for now, four to six weeks, and but they also don't do the whole time what we do in Germany or what, what we do in US is that you get it every single moment of the day. They throw the statistic in your face: <laughs> forty thousand infected, more as ever before. I mean, in Germany, you, whatever website you open, that is the first shit what comes up. So what are the numbers in Denmark, dude? Here we go in here, Denmark. Denmark Corona statistics. So let's see how it all developed in the in the last four weeks. So for example, yeah, that is the funny thing. They they really have uh November, February, May, where we are now, fella. Let's see here. So they have 2,500 cases new yesterday, right? And they basically have every day between 1,000 and 2,000 cases. How so, many people live there, though? Uh, yeah, it looks, uh, so they have, in total, Denmark had 400,000 cases and 2,800 deaths, what is, of course, extremely low. But that has to do, of course, also with the population of Denmark. What I'm asking here right now, wait, uh, population Denmark. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> nobody, like 500,000 population. Hard hitting news right here on Uverball Raw. Yeah, yeah. We go to the bottom of it. Uh, so they have 6 million people only. So, but but now, uh, okay, Germany is 83 million. So, okay, we just need a calculator. So, if Germany is 83 million, that is basically, uh, let's say, 16 times of Denmark, right? Okay. So now, now Denmark has 2,000 infections a day. This multiplied with 16 would be 32,000, right? So okay. but think about but think about it. Denmark has absolutely no rules anymore. Like nobody's tested, everything is full capacity, no nobody masks has or anything? no mask, nothing. So oh boy. and that already since four weeks. And Germany had yesterday thirty seven thousand infections. More percentage wise as Denmark. Huh. So, and that shows, like, if you just let it run or you don't let it run, the, the outcome is basically the same. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, perhaps, but 
is it a chance that we're willing to take? Because you know a lot of people are going to fucking die. No, I'm not. But look, I will always put my mask on if I go to the supermarket. But would we really catch it in a supermarket or would we more catch it uh, sitting in a restaurant? Or yeah. sitting in a party at our house with 20 guests and one person has it. And because now it's winter time, you switch the, 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 the window is closed and whatever. Well, you know what? After working at Universal, I can say this, that they have laws that they need to have certain kinds of filtration systems in the air. And they're much more powerful than what we have at home. So I would say you're more likely to be infected at home where you have a cheapo or no air conditioner or no processed air. Whereas in a public place like a supermarket or a theme park, their air is going to be a little more processed and fluid. So, Yeah, no, that, that is the same. You, you have, of course, uh, uh, air filters and everything. Yeah. You know, but let, let, let's, let's look at the death rate. So Denmark, two, basically 2,800 dead. So now multiply basically multiply 3,000 with 16 to compare to Germany, right? So 3,000 was already inflated, the death number in Denmark, from, for me inflated because it's only 2,700, but 3,000 is easier. So 3 times 16 is 48,000 dead. In comparison to Germany, Germany has 90,000 dead. That means Germany with really huge lockdowns Okay. Has, has has almost the death rate is double from Denmark. What I think would be interesting to see from those statistics is how how many old people Denmark has. You know what I mean? How many young people they have? Like, I'm sure the demographics might be different uh, than Germany or United States. Like there might be like in Florida where I live, there's like more old people here because this is where they all come and retire. So, of course, there's like there might be more deaths because they come here to retire. It's not because people are just dropping dead more here, per se, but no, but the, the Danish people maybe they are overall younger, mm. uh, uh, maybe fitter, yeah, you know? well, fitter uh, for sure, yes. Yeah. But, but, but then the thing is, like, because I see already the stupid discussions in Germany again, uh, we cannot do another lockdown, period. I yes. mean, we, we have we have two options here. The one is to make it absolutely mandatory to get vaccinated. You know, to make it to make it a law like you get vaccinated or we incarcerate you. So, but this would of course feed all the conspiracy theorists that it was from the beginning on nothing else, as what they always said. Yeah, a controlling virus that we finally can slave the population and take all the freedom away. So yeah, if exactly. you would do this, you would have shootouts. Yeah. So, yeah. So you cannot do that. So you can. So and for me, the only alternative would be really to just call it a day and say, look, we offer you to get vaccinated left and right 24 seven. If you don't do it, uh, then I don't care. Then you you if you die it's yours it's your problem. Wait, here's water. Yeah, water. A word with Walter. Stop that! Im Wohnzimmer am Esstisch. Walter wants a new Lego. No, yeah, that also. No, he wants. You know what? Now the you you know fingerboards. Uh huh. Yeah. So and you know like the 
the, the little skateboards, like the fingerboards, right? So they okay. are not, they are not hot anymore. Now you have little BMX bikes, <laughs> but you drive with your fingers. Okay. Uh, over like a, a parkour, but they are like really small. But that that really small also <laughs> skateboards you could buy, what you also drive with your fingers. They were up to two hundred bucks. What? Yeah, and the fucking finger bikes, you get the shitty ones for 10 bucks, but the good ones cost like a hundred bucks. Wow. And I, and I said, for what? For what we should pay, pay this? This is the completely idiotic money spent. Is that it, like scalpers or? Yeah, it's like, no, it's then metal and it has a. No, I mean, do they, is did someone resell it and then mark up the price? No, no, it's on like on, on Amazon. You have, you have different, not even Amazon and others, you have, you have different offers for this kind of stuff, but it's insane, you know? And Interesting. that, yeah. And, uh, 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 and that brought me back to, you know, there was a politic. She wrote a big letter and released it about uh, giving Greta Thunberg shit. And tells wow. her, like, your generation is on fold. Your generation doesn't finish their meals, throw so much food away. They're having hundreds of pullovers and hundreds of, of shirts and hundred pairs of shoes who, like, slave uh, slave kids in, in Bangladesh uh, uh, doing it. You need three cell phones and five uh, uh, and travel around the world. You are basically the biggest piece of shit ever existed. So the woman wrote that about the generation Greta. Uh, it's true, like it's true and not true. So, and I wrote on my Facebook that what she says, for example, she said like when we were small, we walked to school. We didn't have like everybody drive everybody everywhere and, and no. stuff like this, right? So, and a lot of things she said in the letter is right, but I think that Greta is the wrong address for this, right? So, I mean, she's really living uh, as a vegan and totally uh, neutral driving with the train everywhere. Or remember when she came with the sailing boat to America because she didn't want to go on an airplane. So to say to her, you are consuming too much is the totally wrong person. Uh, uh, but yes, the young generation has this kind of I order too much, half of the food goes in the garbage, was yesterday in the press in Germany too, like 46% of food gets wasted. Yeah. 46%. I mean, that is ridiculous. What the fuck are we doing? You know, we yeah. need a little more food discipline. Like when you order something, eat it or take it home and eat it the next day. Or when you, when you have stuff in your fridge, eat it before it's, it's getting bad. So, I mean, is it so hard to, everybody's whiny about the food prices go so much up. But then everybody buys too much and a lot of stuff gets completely off. And like all the people who go out hunting, guys, the stuff at the supermarket, you know, that shit goes bad and then the animal died for nothing. So like, you know, it, it just go to the supermarket, you know, just buy it and eat it and don't waste it. That's a good point. Um, if you're going to eat meat, you know, rather than going out and hunting it and saying, oh, well, you know, I, I'm eating it, so it's okay. Well, fuck you. Go to the grocery, dick. You know, <laughs> yeah, but, but 
that, but, but so the hunting is not really the problem about the climate change situation, right? So, okay, but yeah. no, no, it's it's like over mass produ mass production of meat, like this kind of why is the yes. Amazon rainforest cut into pieces because they're expanding their their the the beef uh, production. Yeah, and, all the, uh, for this the I need you know that, that is horrible. And and the thing is, uh, no, but what 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 I wrote then about that letter is that we cannot blame the young generation because they are our kids. We made them. We buy all the shit for them. You know, it's not that the 15 years old who has an iPad, an iPhone, AirPods, Alexa, whatever, like they have it all. It's not because they can afford to buy it. It's because we spent so much money and fulfilling all the stupid dreams of that younger generation. The parents are guilty. We made, we spoiled them too much. We show, we, we gave them too much stuff for free. We exchanging, uh, you know, like, uh, whatever, like, like, oh, I don't like this anymore. Now I need a new shirt. Now I need a new haircut. Now I need this and this and this. We're consuming nonstop. Yeah. And, yeah. And that is, that is the, the, the downfall in the very end from all of us, because we, we cannot continue like this. It's, it's just a completely balloony idea that we continue with, with uh, uh, economic growth and with more consume, more, more spending, uh, and, and, uh, and the earth will still be okay. Yeah, that's the mindset of most of these corporations is they want to outdo the grosses from last year. At what point is the growth going to, you know, well, at what point are they going to be satisfied? Yes, you know, it's it's like it's it's totally absurd, and it's uh, it, it will not uh, it will not work out in the end, and uh, it's it's horrible. It's it's really uh, really horrible, and I feel guilty about it. But at the same time, there's so much like bullshit out there. It's it's unbelievable. Oh, yeah, but uh, did you ever did you ever watch the White Lotus? No. What's that? That is a, uh, an HBO show, eight parts of like basically spoiled Americans go to Hawaii on holidays. Okay. They are in that, they're in that hotel. Uh, Stifler's mom plays also. What, you remember Stifler's mom from American? Yeah, Park? yeah. The girl yeah, from she, House of Thousand Corpses. Yeah, she's really fat now. But uh, uh, so, and uh, <laughs> she, she wants to bury the ashes of her mother. You know, she's also like, so, uh, and, and then she cannot uh, do it and flips completely out and then she falls in love and whatever. But, but the great thing in the, in the White Lotus is it shows the total absurdity of the existence of a lot of people. And there you have that, that prime example, like a rich couple from New York and they have their kids, like teenagers or 18, 17, 18 years old. And, uh, that discussions and the talk they're doing there, it's ridiculous. So the, the spoiled white girl was brought her friend and she's like a half black, let's say, uh, friend from her from school or whatever. And she got basically a free trip in a luxus hotel in Hawaii. And then, but how is she reacting? She reacts like jealous about the money. And then she hooks up with a whatever, like one of that Hawaiian dancers, you know, and then okay. she, they want to rob the family she came there to holiday with. And, and, and not because 
she wants the money, uh, he wants the money, but it, it's, it, it's about this kind of like, we were all slaves. They took it away from us and now we're getting it. And it's like, there is basically in White Lotus are no positive persons. You know, okay. they're all, it's like basically they're all pieces of shit. And that, that is why it's so, it's really entertaining to watch it because you think like every single relationship or couple you see there or family you see there is kind of deeply fucked up. The kids are too spoiled, they're fucking pricks, or the other ones see themselves as victims, like the the, the friend they took on holidays, right? So and it's it's so ridiculous, it's 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 really uh, disgusting. And uh, no, but I like the show because it was kind of a complex setup, but then it really got you, like where you really feel like you really want to know how that all ends and. Uh, it it doesn't end really good, so uh, I recommend the show. That's great. No, I love watching stuff with unlikable characters and a downtrodden ending. I love that. Exactly. So I will, and HBO is good, so I, I I more likely watch HBO than Netflix. I'll I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, and then uh, look, and we got we got uh, uh, the bad news that Hanau lost the U.S. distribution. Yeah, we and yeah, so I was very mad about it that uh, they said they're all too scared. The movie is is too uh, controversial or whatever. Yeah. And it's too hot for the U.S. guys. We're having real problems getting it uh, distributed. But sure, no, but we will. Uh, we will be able at least to get it out there on on yes. Apple and and Amazon and so on. But uh -huh. it's very disappointing because. Um, uh, I don't know why it should be controversial. I don't think it is controversial. I, I think uh, it's it's just important, and yes. uh, and that that this gets now basically blocked um, is for me very very uh, disappointing because I, it's. I think it's, that we need to advertise it to everybody who. Uh, wants the, the freedom of speech in cinema, you know, like it was very hard for us to get this out. It's going to come out. And when it comes out, uh, you should buy it or rent it or let everybody know because it'll probably be exclusively on Amazon. Yeah, but what I try, what I can try also is that the German distributor, because there will be a Blu-ray and DVD in Germany. Okay. And, uh, that they maybe uh, uh, do a... Um, also a release with a, there's a director's commentary they are making offs on it um and i think they maybe can manufacture uh, for us some ntsc copies because in germany is pal right so us you need ntsc and then we maybe can just sell them to the us fans uh, basically on our own you know what you know, I was thinking about with commentaries, not not to go too far off com off topic here, but for example, your movie Sanctuary with Casper Van Dien, that never had a, a director's commentary, and now in the U.S. it needs a commentary for the English language speakers. So, are you familiar with like um, riff tracks? Do you know what that is? No. So no. riff tracks is these guys. The mystery science theater guys they talk over movies but they yeah, don't yeah. have the license to the movies so they just sell the part where the commentary is and the person at home 
turns on the movie and matches the commentary to what's on the screen and they sell these and they make money. Why don't we on this podcast create all new, you know, commentaries for movies, um, past and future and charge them. Uh, and we do something like riff tracks because like I said, there's so many movies that could deserve, uh, um, um, uh, updated commentary and maybe, um, we can make a little money. I'm totally okay with it. So we so it means like we both watch the film together and talk, and you tape it, and then you put it on the podcast. On the yeah, podcast. and, then, we, and yeah. then only those episodes would be for sale, and then the person at home could download the commentary, watch the film, match it uh, through their computer or uh, whatever, and they could, you know, it's very easy. They just hit play at the same time as the movie. Yeah. Why cool. not? Yeah. yeah, we can think about it, especially like uh, Sanctimony or whatever, uh, stuff where I never did a commentary. Or even the German language films like um, The First Semester that do not have English language um... tracks. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. But yeah. anyway, let's go back to what we were saying. I know, I was just, anyway. <laughs> uh, no, no, but I mean, we were basically also in a way done. Oh. And uh, yeah, I mean, look, we have our, uh, what, what, how much, we are on 40 minutes already, but uh, no, I think the, 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 the rest, so that made me a little like mad that I sort of have US distribution and now it's like a, a coming back and uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. And then the, 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 the rest, I just watched the army of thieves, the, okay. on Netflix that you watched that, like the prequel to uh, the Zack Snyder thing with the same I read about them and the Netflix stuff like I said it's like a I'm poor and B um I'm I'm pretty against Netflix I mean it'd have to be something absolutely fucking amazing for me to go back to Netflix but I know what it is I, I read all the trades oh. so <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I mean it is uh, uh look in the very end you remember when Netflix came and it was seven bucks yeah you know and now Netflix is like HBO. Yeah, I'd rather and, watch and, HBO honestly than a fucking absolutely. <laughs> it's it's HBO has no bad products. Netflix, yes, you know, Netflix has a lot of garbage. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of like uh, uh, mass production, and um, to be honest, a lot of things they producing on their own sucks big time. Sure, they're just and you don't know. Maybe they should switch a little away from uh, uh, algorithm. And I yes. think also with the algorithm is a lie. Mm -hmm. Because in the very end, look at all the films they did because they made the decision we want to work with that star. And then they give like Harry and Meghan a $100 million contract or the Bridgerton producer $250 million product, a project. And you can so basically those algorithms, man. You just have to exactly. hire a company, you know? Yeah, exactly. There is no algorithm. It's just like they give the people they like a lot of money and then they do whatever the fuck they want. And, and, uh, uh you know, the algorithm's an excuse. Yeah. It's an excuse. And it's, it's, it's a lie because they can, they can easier get out, uh, uh, you know, like they can easier pass on your project. Yeah. What you put in what I put in, whatever sent them in saying it didn't match our computer 
uh, oh, generated yeah. uh, pick system. And it's just total bullshit. It's, it's just like, you know, because there is so much crap. You cannot tell me an algorithm. Who I can show you 25 movies on Netflix produced by Netflix and completely paid by Netflix who are absolutely garbage and who totally also bombed. So and, and, and if that is the case, why? Uh, 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 why? Why, why then uh, you keep an algorithm if the algorithm is in error 150,000 yeah. times? You yeah, know? it's it's their scapegoat. So uh, it's there. They do already what what everybody is doing. Uh, you know, it's like what what they what everybody's doing is it's a buddy business. Because like you know, when I first started watching shit on Netflix, it was like new season of Arrested Development, and I was like, okay. Because Arrested Development season one was pretty good. And then fucking, I, I watched it on the Netflix version and it was the fucking worst on funniest shit. It was like they didn't understand what made the show funny and then they pumped all this money into it thinking that that would make a difference. And I think that a lot of their projects reflect that with exceptions like the Scorsese film. You know, like um, most of their films are like, it's like you can't, make a better film just by pumping fucking money into it and a lot of these filmmakers are young and inexperienced and they they're they've got bloated egos but they don't have the craft that the most experienced directors that that they're ignoring uh could bring to the field you know yeah no i i agree and it's uh it's also that idea that you have non-stop this rookies now you know there were like 10 years ago every rookie director said it's so hard to get a film going now. Uh, They're all like young top directors yeah. uh, with a lot of experience. Uh, don't get any more jobs. They're like yeah. they're left behind in the dust, basically, and nobody gives a fuck about them. And they have to try with tons of, of pre-sales and ton, tons of like uh, selling 50 countries individual and uh, begging for money to some whatever oil magnet. Uh, they're trying to to make movies like this, and and the people they direct the Avengers or the next Ryan Reynolds hundred fifty million dollar Netflix action film or whatever are all people they did like two Pepsi Cola spots and a cool YouTube video. Yeah, and then they do this, and uh, uh, and also uh, I, I'm I'm sure a lot of them are like the Avengers directors or whatever. They are so mad. Because what they want additional to the money and making $150 million films, uh, of course, is glory. But they don't get the glory because at least the people and even the critics know that they are exchangeable, basically, uh, bureaucrats yeah. making films. Well, you know, you know that the lines are being blurred more and more because I keep reading the word masterpiece and people are like, this is a masterpiece. It's a yeah, work yeah. of art. It's amazing. Fucking what the fuck does that mean? That's, you know what I mean? Like the, <laughs> it doesn't mean anything anymore. The word's overused and these people don't know what they're talking about. And now they think that fucking Batman is like high art, fucking, you know, uh, Amadeus level movie, you know, like. <laughs> no, but it is the thing. It's like there is. They, they, I totally agree. You're totally right with that too. Like, like there is. Um, 
unbelievable, mediocre, but technical, well-made garbage yeah. uh, get, get listed in the New York Times and other high-end outlets as masterpieces. Yeah. I mean, 30, you know, 30 years ago, uh, the New York Times would not wrote for a superhero film that it's a masterpiece and you put it basically together with uh, uh, from French connection to a uh, taxi driver uh, what you said Amadeus with uh, yeah. you, you know, whatever one flew over the cuckoo's nest I mean at that time it was clear what was a real work of art and turned out very successful and what had a real heart in it yeah. And a, you know, and a real idea behind. And it. those films were like uh, reflections of our life, whereas yeah. the superhero movies are a reflection of fucking nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. The, the the superhero movies are just a reflection of the flaky world we are in. And that's kind of why I liked the '90s a little bit better because all the executives and even the public look of the public image of those kind of films was like their toy films. It was a very cynical look, and people were able to accept it for what it was. And it was never heralded as some high art. It was like the latest fun Batman film is out. Whereas today, instead of them saying, you know, realizing this is a toy film, they're like the greatest masterpiece ever from director Christopher Nolan is about to grace our screens worship the master and like if you know what i mean like fuck yeah, yeah. You, fucking dumb <laughs> no the, the most christopher nolan films were dumb well like they, all his shit now looking, they're just looking great right they're looking great but they're very simple uh, 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 I mean, his best stuff was before he hit Batman. From there, it was all overproduced, fucking blo bloated, like kind of like what the fuck nonsense. Like that movie Tenet, what yeah. the fuck was that? Exactly, horrible, <laughs> horrible film, totally idiotic. <laughs> yeah, you know? and it's like rare that you have like, I think the last film. I, I watched where I felt, wow, that was way, way better as I ever expected, was the uh -huh. Joker. Okay. You know, well, which, Joker was also kind of a ripoff of like the king of comedy and... Of course, yeah. but but not like hiding it. Otherwise, they wouldn't hire Robert De Niro. Well, you know, a lot of people so like don't realize that the young people don't get that though. They've never seen that shit, so they no, think I it's know. but 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 I like the Joker because it was not trying uh, to be something for for PG people or yeah. PG thirteen. It doesn't, you know, that what you have with the Avengers a lot. They're coming across like you watch a trailer and you think it's a clear R-rated whatever superhero film. Then you watch the film; it's of course not R-rated because they cannot afford it to make it R-rated. So they do it all PG thirteen, and then you that big massacre you saw you see in the trailer was basically child's play and total bullshit. And and I like that in the Joker that it was a clear R-rated film and and. Uh, uh, and, and stringent not it was never done in a way we needed a teenager audience you know the like it's about not a date a part, it's opposite yeah. of a date movie i mean it's it's a movie what really drags you down and uh, uh, uh similar to like like few of the the classics where you really you know watch it and you think like fuck 
Yeah, so where you got emotional, uh, really emotional uh, about it. And uh, yeah, and what I said, but there are not a lot of that surprise elements anymore, where, where, where you watch something and you get really positive surprise. Most of the stuff you watch is maximum fulfilling your already low expectations. Yeah, I mean, I, for me to think back of movies that left an effect, a shocking effect on me, the matrix the first one um maybe david lynch's lost highway but there's not too many movies that kind of you know i walk out totally wow you know mm. no no i agree it's it's uh yeah i mean if, you know what the interesting with lost highway is uh is i like that the second one way more as the first one i watched and uh, sometimes with David Lynch or with David Cronenberg, uh, you have that effect. Yeah. That 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 that, that also movies, uh, and I think some of my movies too. They yes. they grow over time. They get better. I mean, now today's time, I think people uh, would know uh, how important and good Postal was. And, oh, and yeah. how and it because it doesn't really age. You can watch that film, and and you would think that film is shot yesterday, and and uh, um, and the same with with whatever Rampage, Dafur, Assault on Wall Street. They are not movies. They were basically about a non-important subject matter and flaky told as the the taste of the day. They were kind of more movies to stay, and. Uh, yeah. uh, so that that is the thing, you know. Well, I would say my personal favorite from your library is Assault, Assault on Wall Street. So. Yeah, no, I think Assault on Wall Street has the advantage that it was a very uh, more a movie. Also, you can really rely to him and his wife and stuff. Oh, it's it different. Was, it's it not was, so disturbing. It was Yes, it's exactly. It's not so disturbing like Rampage, where you, of course, you have a mass murderer is your hero, yeah. and and of course, a lot of people are just dis like disturbed by him, but not like see him as the actual real hero. And and I think that is, uh, in, of course, of, of Assault of Wall Street. I think the good and the bad were like very uh, clear divided up. And and uh, what I think it is is that we. I, would, I love Bill. I love Rampage, of course. But Rampage, we've seen all of Bill's story. Whereas with Jim, I always kind of felt like we were only getting the beginning of a larger story. I always felt like there was more to be told with Assault. And that's kind of why, I mean, it ends on such an ambiguous ending in a way that makes it more powerful. But I would love to see another Assault on Wall Street. Yeah, he got away with it, right? Now it would he... be nice if he kept, if it was like, you know, like a story of him and his Robin Hood trio of men, of all men who have been duped by the system coming together like Mission Impossible agents or something, and they attack different government sectors to try and free the people or something like that. Some way to keep the story going. You know what I mean? It would be cool. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, that was us. Have a good weekend. Yes, yeah. everybody. Uh, tune in to the next Ufa Ball Raw. Please donate to the show and uh, share this all over the internet so the yeah. show can grow. Tell your friends. Watch the videos. 
Yes, go on YouTube to watch Uva Ball Raw uh, on YouTube. And of course, there's also Ball and Blastberg for German-speaking listeners, which is uh, a great German-language show starring Ball. It's on another podcast. But anyway, guys, thank you very much. Have a great time. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. And now we bring you the uh, Trump romance profile of the woman from the beginning of the episode that we were talking about. Enjoy. Greetings and namaste, fellow traveler. Note, I travel from Colorado to Florida often and would love to manifest living in Florida again to be near my family. Hence, I have set my location to be the general area where I would love to live. Also, what mind-blowing discrimination that there are only pro-choice and pro-vaccine badges available on this platform. Disgusting. I am proudly pro-life and pro-natural immune system development. If you support the barbaric acid washing and dismemberment of innocent children, it is my sincere conviction you suffer from mental illness. If you fell for the blatant globalist depopulation agenda, it is my sincere conviction you are under deep mind control. This is a jab-free zone, motherfucker. Due to concerns regarding freedom and vaccine shedding of the 100% experimental COVID jabs, spike proteins, parasites, nanotech, and more, I will only consider dating free-thinking anti-vaxxers who see through the mind control and the lies, who themselves are also only willing to date anti-vaxxers. A few additional easy fill fillers. Are you atheist or agnostic? not particularly spiritual, do not pray or meditate, left-leaning, liberal, regularly watch television, regularly watch and believe mainstream news, pro-abortion, had a vasectomy, peace, joy, love and light and blessings of every good thing be unto you as you walk your path. We are simply walking different paths. So please, be so kind as to read through my profile in full before writing to me. If you lose interest before you're finished reading, no worries. Peace, joy, love, and light be unto you as you walk your path. If you remain interested through to the end of my profile, and if you feel we may be compatible, I invite you to write something meaningful. Note, I ignore likes and short messages lacking substance. I respect that each of you is free to think and believe according to what you think is right to blah think and believe in anything in my profile triggers you i thank you for being respectful and for refraining from sharing unkind words additionally while i honestly openly communicate about certain sensitive topics i am still a lady and I invite you to communicate with me in a respectful, gentlemanly manner. Thank you. Out of respect for your time and mine, 
I've organized my profile as follows. First is a series of straightforward, honest statements that are true for me, which may help to act as a filter. Second, I communicate uh, my companion wish list on my profile. I am open about myself in a sincere and honest way. Thank you and enjoy. One, I am infinite consciousness awakened in human form. I am divine. I am goddess. I am powerful. I am a healer, shaman, and light warrior. I am deeply spiritual and dedicated to a light warrior, to my cosmic role and my path. Living a healthy lifestyle, meditation, prayer, affirmations, devotional, singing, dance, and sacred plant, spirit, medicine, ceremonies are all important components of my life path. I am mother to one amazing 10 years old of age son. I would love to have another child or two with the right person. I am grateful for excellent genes. Both my mother and her mother before her were birthing beautiful, healthy children of my age. I am an Aries sun, a Taurus moon, and a Scorpio rising ascendant. I'm half Spanish, a quarter Italian, and a quarter Irish English. My physical body is five feet, 2.5 inches tall, and a fit 130 pounds. I am deep, and I love to experience deep, majestic love, cosmically, spiritually, energetically, emotionally, and physically. Deep spiritual, energetic, and emotional connection with my beloved is extremely important to me. I also have an amazing appetite and stamina for a lot of hours of regularly, daily, near-daily, deep, tantric lovemaking. And I give thanks for true compatibility in my well-endowed counterpart. This is serious, and realize that if you begin, if you begin to dialogue with me in an interested way, I will automatically assume... You are well endowed in size. Believe me, it's better to save time and energy and for me to be totally straightforward about this up front. I am unabashedly otherworldly. I am powerful, strong, brave, courageous, vibrant, energetic, healthy, balanced, divinely awakened, slow to anger, kind, tender, warm, caring, forgiving, considerate, compassionate, sweet, honest, genuine, sincere, straightforward, decisive, intuitive, connected... Uh, <laughs> and romantic, passionate, loving, nurturing, feminine, ladylike, wholesome, motherly, responsible, proactive, goal-oriented, grateful, respectful, respectable, honorable, clean, tidy, orderly, confident, wise, and highly intelligent. I think freely for myself, and I actively seek knowledge of truth on a consistent and ongoing basis. I see through the mainstream narratives. I understand we find ourselves in the midst of a multi-dimensional war. I respect and voted for President Donald J. Trump. While I may not agree with him on everything, I recognize he has risked his life to play an extremely important role. I am grateful for Kyu, spelled with the 17th letter of the alphabet, which I see as a historic military operation which has been disseminating important information by bypassing mainstream narrative lies in order to communicate with the people of this world a glimpse into the truth of what is going on behind the scenes of this multidimensional war. 
Though doing my due diligence and active research and educating myself, my honest and sincere opinion is that I clearly see anti-parenthood propaganda, abortion, big pharma, vaccines, chemtrails, fluoride, GMOs, pesticides, dehumanization, and the push to merge with machines to all be a part of the very real eugenics and depopulation agenda of control. I know the first command of the Georgia Guidestones written in eight more languages for all to see. Do you? I encourage you to consider looking up the Georgia Guidestones for yourself, and I respectfully urge you to process the information you find there. Here's a hint. The first command references 500 million people. Our current world population is close uh, to 8 billion people. What would have to happen in order to reach the magic desired number written there? I am here in this form to help lift the vibration of this planet and beyond. Uh, I am here to help recognize what we are telling ourselves. I am here to help as we are mid-stride a quantum leap in our development. Two, dear genie of the cosmos, thank you. I am grateful that I am a vibrational match for my eternal beloved divine counterpart manifests now in my experience in loving companionship and life partnership i love that the mirrors uh he mirrors me as a divinely awakened embodiment of god in human form i adore that he is beautiful inside and out and that he is a deeply spiritual medicine man and he's a light warrior just like me dedicated to his cosmic role and path i am grateful that he is family oriented and able to father children and that he uh, felt drawn uh, to me and that he is a magnificent well-endowed tantric lover with the necessary gifts skill appetite and stamina to make deep cosmic love with me for hours on end on a consistent ongoing basis i love that he has the spiritual energetic and emotional capacity to drive, dive with all the allness uh, into me, heart wide open and deep, ever expanding love. And uh, with all that he is, I love and I'm greatly, deep, deeply grateful that he is powerful, strong, brave, courageous, vibrant, energetic, healthy, balanced, divinely awakened, slow to anger, kind, tender, warm, caring, forgiving, uh, considerate, uh, Romantic, sincere, straightforward, decisive, intuitive, connected, communicative, friendly, fun, funny, uh, playful, affectionate. It's like a whole fucking dictionary. Romantic, passionate, loving, nurturing, mus masculine, gentlemanly, wholesome, fatherly, steadfast, responsible, proactive, goal-oriented, grateful, abundant, prosperous, successful, respectful, uh, respectable, <laughs> Honor honorable, clean, Oh my God, tidy, tidy, orderly, confident, wise, highly uh, educated, and a partridge in a pear tree. I mean, she didn't actually say that part. Okay. Okay. I am grateful that he thinks freely for himself, that he actively seeks knowledge of truth, and that he sees through the mainstream narratives of our world. I am grateful uh, that uh, we nurture and have a friend, healthy friendship with one another. I am grateful that when we dive into one another's eyes, we experience recognition, remembrance, knowing, understanding, and sincere appreciation. 
I am grateful that we both easily open to the infinite ever-expanding love that already exists between us, and that we both mutually worship and adore one another in devoted companionship. I love that together we fearlessly explore deep cosmic consciousness in divine love, light, and healing for uh, the good of all. I am grateful that uh, with and through our love, uh, we co-created uh, the perfect and magnificent abundance of every good thing within and around us at all levels and that we radiate divine love, light, bliss, gratitude, and healing to the farthest reaches of the multiverse and beyond. And so it is. I am you and you are me. Division is an illusion. We are all one. Uh, and love uh, to one another is to love ourselves. Somebody at the door. So I, <laughs> that's how long this person's profile is. Oh, look, this thing at the door. I don't, I don't have to get it. So let's, let's continue. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we are all one and, and love is another. Uh, is to loving leathers to love ourselves. My name is Anna Maria. Finally. Um, greetings. I'm grateful for this opportunity to be able here in love now to be blessed and to help and share healing and remembrance with others through writing, singing, visual art, energy work, and sacred ceremony as a shaman and light warrior. The divine mother of all things awakened and activated within me the addition to being a free thinker, truth seer, and philosopher. I am also an artist. I am a poet, a writer, a classically <coughs> trained <laughs> singer, songwriter, as well as a photographer. I'm a lover of beauty, and I find beauty in everything. I'm a daughter, a sister, a friend, a lover, and a mother. I am passionate, strong, genuine, and caring, and I hope to laugh and cry. I hope I dream. Uh, my world, my universe, my multiverse has completely and utterly changed since Conscious Awakening began in the spring of 2011, especially following my three-week healing um, retreat in the Amazon rainforest of Peru in early 2012, where I worked with the sacred Shippo medicine Ayahuasca. Even more growth and cosmic shifting has taken place in my experience since my Divine Mother Awakening and activation process throughout my 33rd year from April 2013 to April uh, 2014, which was followed by three devastating years of trial I affectionately call humility school. I have continued exploration of consciousness, healing, learning, growth, and massive expansion through further sacred plant spirit medicine ceremony work, sacred rituals, tantra, prayer, medication, mindfulness, breath work, and yoga. Uh, this has been a truly awesome, magical way to catapult forward on my divine path. My greatest prayer and intention for my life is that I may be in alignment with the divine design for my life and that I may develop to my fullest potential for good so that I may help heal, bless, serve, inspire, uplift, and share love with everyone, everywhere, uh, from all worlds, times, and destinies. And densities. Okay, as effectively as possible. What a beautiful, magical life this is. <laughs> yeah. I love the quote. The day I broke up with normal was the first day of my magical life. Wow. Yeah, really magical, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I am so grateful. Uh, something it is, how grateful it is to be encouraging and uplifting to you and to all others. May you be blessed. This sounds like fucking Chris Chan, man. And may you find true peace, joy, love, and light of source in this life and forever with deep 
Motherly love for all creation, Anna Maria, I am all that I am, and all that I am is one with all that I am, for I am. Namaste. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> the answers are found within a proverb by Anna Maria. True religion and spirituality have nothing to do with rules, books, buildings, and other people telling you what to do. They consist rather of discovering what you already know and connecting with who you really are. Excerpt from a love letter from the heart of Divine Mother 3, prose by Anna Maria. It can seem a wild ride at times, this thing of consciousness that we call life. But what a privilege, what an honor it is to be gifted with this opportunity to momentarily set aside the crown of glory and majesty of all that we are, to fall asleep and dream a dream, to learn a lesson, to experience, to remember. I remember you, dear. I feel you within the sacred shining temples of my soul. <laughs> I know you deep within my heart of hearts with bursts of fire and of love so bright for you. It radiates to the farthest reaches of the multiverse and beyond for this love is infinite, forever lasting to everlasting. Uh, know the presence of my love for you. I love things like uh, early prose by Anna Maria, hiking in the mountains. Playing in the snow, running through open fields, floating on my back in a clear blue ocean, walking a lonely beach in thick fog. The sound of fog horns in the distance, devouring a delicious meal when I am hungry. Gulping water when I am thirsty. Savoring chocolate, practicing yoga, dancing, especially the Latin way. Getting lost in a good book, traveling by plane, boat, or car. Loud music when it's good. Silence when I'm exhausted, the sound of crickets and the smell of fresh herbs at night in the countryside, a hot cup of tea, thunderstorms when I can enjoy the couch with the warm blanket, watching the sunrise, the moon at night, the winter when there is snow on the ground, being completely engrossed in a good movie, writing a beautiful line of poetry, singing a beautiful song, laughing, crying, and daydreams. Uh, what I'm doing with my life. Yes, that was her whole fucking profile. What I'm doing with my life. Divine cosmic motherhood. Embodied in a human form. Okay? I'm really good at deep space diving into cosmic consciousness and engaging in cosmic healing for the good of all. And it shows this, like, weirdo fucking picture of two, like, see-through bodies, I think, fucking. I'm not sure. What are they doing? Uh, show the same kindness, love, and respect to others that you would appreciate and enjoy them sharing with you. I love you all. I love myself. I forgive you all. I forgive myself. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you from my heart. We are one infinite being experiencing, exploring ourselves through a vast, expansive, complex illusion of manyness. Love one another as yourself. Good health, mindfulness, balance, divine awakening, being slow to anger, kindness, tenderness, warmth, caring, forgiveness, being considerate, compassion, sweetness, honesty, being genuine, sincerity, straightforwardness, decisiveness, strong intuition, connectedness, communicativeness, friendliness, having fun, being funny, being playful, affection, romance, passion, infinite love, nurturing, manliness, gentlemanly manners. Wholesomeness, family-oriented, steadfast, responsibility, proactive, goal-oriented, gratitude, abundance, prosperity, success, 
being proactive, goal-oriented, gratitude, abundance, prosperity, success, being respectful, being respectable, honor, cleanliness. It's so hard to keep up with this shit. Tidiness, order, confidence, wisdom, and high intelligence. I spend a lot of time thinking about being the best mother I can possibly be to my sweet, awesome, amazing, brilliant, fun, 10 years of age son, and how I can further help him to develop his fullest potential for good. I love him. Cosmic motherhood. Cosmic consciousness. This is a jab-free zone due to concerns regarding freedom and vaccine shedding of the 100% experimental COVID jabs, COVID jabs, spike proteins, nanotech, and more. I will only consider dating fellow free-thinking anti-vaxxers who see through the mind control and lies who themselves are also only willing to date anti-vaxxers. If you have received jabs, I wish you peace, joy, love, and light. Be unto you as you walk your path. I find myself walking a different path. I ask for, invite, welcome, embrace, and give thanks for the blessing of being able to truly understand and to be understood and truly appreciated and to be appreciated and to truly deeply love and to be loved in return, to share these things and to truly resonate on all levels with my beloved embodied in human form. I love you. I always have and I always will. My heart is filled to overflowing with infinite and expanding love for and with you. And that's it. That took fucking 20 minutes to read. <laughs>